I'm often fascinated by people who are <clears throat> so focused on what's going on in their world that they forget that there is well, a world going on around them. They forget that there are other people who have concerns in their life, the, the little details and the big projects and the, and the big issues. And sometimes they become so aware, so acutely aware of their own issues, their own problems, their own personal circumstances, that they have no idea how their personal circumstances are woven into the fabric of life around them. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and it really is fascinating when you see someone whose leadership skills have been so sharpened, so honed, so fine-tuned that if they simply have a negative thought towards someone else, instantly it triggers them to think, I need to apologize. I need to ask myself, why did I feel that way? I, What did I do in my own way of thinking, my own emotional control? What did I do wrong that would allow me to be so frustrated or so angry or so disrespectful to that individual? And that is a phenomenal trait. That is a difficult exercise to live through to constantly be evaluating yourself and asking yourself as a leader, am I investing in the people around me at the right level? Am I paying attention to how what I say makes them feel? Have I measured every word, every thought, every deed to the extent that I've maximized the potential of the people that I lead and I minimize the damage that my own emotions could do? That is a very aware leader. That is a very acutely aware leader, and that's an awesome trait. However, I also find that there are those who lead with that kind of, for lack of a better term, myopic worldview, meaning they're looking at the world through a funnel backwards, and, and they don't see the whole world. They, they see only narrowed down to that very specific, what's going on in me. Oh, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a necessary thing. It's sometimes a painful thing and yet a good thing to ask what's going on in me, to ask what could I have done differently? How did I get to this station? How did I get to the circumstances that I'm in? Is there something I could have done differently to prevent the negative circumstances that I'm in, to enhance or multiply or even repeat the positive circumstances that I've found? There, there's an old phrase, I think I saw it first in Jack Canfield's book, uh, Success Principles. I'm not sure that it originated there, but the phrase says, success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. It's a great truth. I talked about it in my book as well. It's a great truth that if you don't know where you're going, ask somebody who's been there. If they have had success at the thing you're trying to do, there's nothing that says you can't replicate their success. Now you can't steal their copyrights and their trademarks and their patents and things of that nature, but if there's a methodology, if there's a system, if there's a process, and it's worked for other people, there's no reason that you can't allow that to work for you. <clears throat> Failure seems to have the same thing, though. Recently, in listening to Dr. Jordan Peterson, he talked about how people who have a series of small wins in their life will very quickly find a large win at the backside. Uh, by that, I mean a success, and then a success, and then a success, and then a success. Maybe you lose five pounds, and then you lose 10, and then you lose 20. Maybe you give up one bad habit of, of smoking, or sugar, or alcohol, or <clears throat> profanity, 
And you find that because you've won there, you can win again. You made it five days, now 30 days, now six months, and now it doesn't even seem like an obstacle anymore. Each small win leads to a large win. <clears throat> he says it's also true the other way, though, that each small failure tends to lead to a larger failure. It's almost like once we get on that pathway, we follow that pathway. Now, when we merge those ideas together, success leaves clue, and so does failure. <clears throat> that one small failure leads to many small failures and eventually a large failure. That one small win leads to many small wins and then eventually a large win. And that the myopic and the focused are a very thin line between each other. See, on the one side, you have the focused who's acutely aware of every thought and every deed and every action and every emotion and asking themselves, what could I have done better? What could I do better? How did I hurt this person? How could I have helped this person? And as they're asking those questions, that's phenomenal. If you're a leader and you're asking yourself those questions every day, kudos to you. But if you're a leader and you never get beyond asking those questions, then you're gonna find yourself in that place where your wins are so fragmented that the greatest win you'll ever see will only be within yourself. The ability to impact and influence others starts with you. You've got to manage you. You've got to lead you first. Again, kudos to that. But if your worldview stops at what suits me, how do I control my circumstances? How do I make my life better? then you might find yourself like an ostrichized eagle. An eagle who could soar above the storms and, and fly away from the biggest problems, but instead has been trained to act like an ostrich with their head in the sand. I'm so busy in introspection. I'm so busy digging into my own life and my own problems and asking what could I do better that I've forgotten that there's a great big world out there that needs my contribution. There are a whole lot of problems in this world that need your help. They need your voice. They need your insights and your expertise and your experience. <clears throat> the solution isn't going to stop at how do I fix me? Oh, it's got to start there. It's got to start there. I, I believe it was uh, maybe Dalai Lama who said, be the change you want to see in others. I know it's been re repeated a million times, but be the change. Don't just expect the change, but be the change. So yes, introspection, focus, awareness in you, absolutely critical, but don't let it become myopic. Let me give you an example. There's a movie out that's, uh, I've seen the teasers for it in various places over the last, I don't know, four to five months, but it was released on Netflix. And just recently, in fact, yesterday, got a chance to watch it with my wife. It's called Don't Look Up. It's a political satire. But really the fun that it's poking at all of humanity right now is the silliness of individual myopathy where people are so focused on the problems of their own life, their relationships, their bank accounts, the rent is due, their education, whatever it is, that they forget that there are sometimes bigger problems in life that impact literally all of humanity. In this particular scenario, it's an asteroid hurtling toward Earth. Maybe you've seen the previews. Now, I, I do think that the writers, while I disagree with some of their political stances, <clears throat> purely based on observation, because they're unclear on what their stances are in that they poke fun from both sides. They poke fun at people who would normally be identified on the left and identified on the right. But the main premise of the entire movie is 
<clears throat> we have bigger problems than our myopic opinions. We have bigger problems than what suits me versus what suits you. We have bigger problems than the awareness that I focus on in myself to say, did I make somebody angry? Did I hurt somebody's feelings? Could I do better at, again, very important things. But let's not be so focused on those things that leaders that we lose sight of what's going on in the world. I also spent almost four hours yesterday watching documentaries on World War II on the various battles. And one of the things that really blew my mind is as you watch some of the zoom-ins like the Marshall Islands or the Philippine Islands, and, and you when you look at the big world map, you realize <clears throat> without someone pointing it out, you can't even see these little dots as you're looking at the continents. But when you realize that tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands died in the Bataan Death March, on an island that as you're looking at the continents of the world, you can't hardly see the island on the globe. You gotta be very specific in finding it, but on that island, tens of thousands of people died, and of those tens of thousands, some were commanders, and some were grunt soldiers, <clears throat> foot soldiers, who literally were 18 and 19 years old. Young men, young women, who hadn't even finished their high school or their college diplomas yet. They maybe have finished high school, but they haven't gone to college yet. They haven't started a family yet. They don't have these problems of the world that many of us face as grown-ups because they never had a chance to see them. But tens of thousands of them were sent off to war to fight in a place, an island so small you can barely see it on the globe unless you know how to zoom in. But on that day, their fight for freedom had an impact a global impact that could have changed world history had they lost. Oh, they lost their lives, but they won the battles. They lost their lives, but they won the battles. They won control of those islands. See, when we begin to lose sight of the fact that every little decision we make, <clears throat> like the butterfly's wings in the rainforest, has a much larger impact. When we lose sight of that, we become myopic again. As leaders, great to be focused, to be asking yourself, am I leading me well? Am I controlling my emotions? Am I making good decisions? Am I aware of how I impact people around me? That's good stuff. Commanders in the field have to know that as well. Even the lieutenants who are leading a squadron into battle, they've got to know, <clears throat> am I doing what's right for my people? But they've also got to realize that by simply changing what feels good to me or seems right to my people, by not following the orders that were given me in the grand scheme of things, I could change the outcome of a war. That happened many times as well. Do you find yourself as a leader so myopically aware of your own issues? Maybe it's 10xing your profit this year. Maybe it's finishing that next book you've been working on. Maybe it's fixing that broken relationship you've been in. If you're so focused on those things, have you lost sight of what role you play in the larger scheme of life? Have you lost the picture of who you really are in this world and the greater scheme of things? I challenge you as leaders, Yes, be focused, improve yourself, because you can't change the world if you can't change you. But also understand that every little change you make in you, for better and for worse, will have an impact outside the scope of what you normally see every day. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day.
Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.